0: Should we just get on with this now? Let's
1: do this let's do this let's do this.
0: Oh, well, it's recording anyway, so okay. anytime you want to start we're ready to <laughs> go <laughs> <laughs> It's embarrassing. On here I'm just like uh, It means you're in love. I uh, uh, love. Self conscious being this close to the mic and on video at the same time.
1: But you're gorgeous. Why are you so self conscious? Ah, right? oh, thank you. <laughs> okay. Welcome to the MovieBuilder.org podcast, episode number 35.
0: Uh, episode number 35. Yes. I'm not going to make fun of that sound again. Hi. How are you? Good. Okay. How was your week? Uh, oh, I don't want to talk about my week. I want to talk about interesting, positive, motivational things, because uh, it's been a tough week. You mean like Civil War? Civil War was good. That was a, that was the highlight highlight to the week, I think. What do you think? About? Civil War. Oh. Yeah. It's really nice. Yeah. A wonderful ex- experience, cinema experience. Yeah. Ties into to today's conversation, though. Absolutely, it does. Some weird shit going on in that film. Yes. You're right, you're looking at me weird. <laughs> I feel like we should be doing this in each other's houses and just phone in because it's just getting weird. You got food with you today?
1: Your little bag of crisps or whatever uh, you have? really sure I thought you should watch some biscuits You know, because you never give me food. <sighs> so this episode, um, I guess it's been in the making for a couple of months now, really. Uh, we're constantly having a discussion about films and... Uh, Kushal is usually on the side of films that should make logical and scientific sense for the most part, correct? Uh, I'm not on the side of those films.
0: I just find it difficult when films break reality without reframing the world that they're in. When they're in our world, uh, we'll get into it in a minute, but yes, kind of, yes.
1: Okay, so I am for... I'm, I'm also for that side. Don't get me wrong, right? Within context. So... If I'm watching, say, Batman v Superman, which you'll hear a lot about in this conversation, if I'm watching that film, then I don't expect to go into it, and I'm not going to go into it thinking, all right, let's be prepared for the most scientific film I've ever seen. That's, you know, that's just not what you do. It's not what I'm... I get what you're saying. You're talking about breaking the contract with the audience, correct? Partly, partly. Suspension Not all of it. Temporary suspension of disbelief. Yeah, there's more to it. All right, okay, but yeah, that's what we're going to be talking so about. So we're talking about that. Talking about that, and it's not okay. necessarily Batman v Superman. We're going to be talking about uh, this particular subject related to the film.
0: Okay, uh, do you want to do a Skyfall recap? What, how, did, how did the episode go down with people's. It, I, I've, a lot of people listened to it.
1: I know, yeah, it seemed like that. It, uh, there was a general consensus that people enjoyed that, I think.
0: Why are we so surprised? <laughs>
1: No, okay. Well, actually, it's funny you say that. The uh I spoke to someone yesterday about the last episode. Yeah. Um, you know, James. James oh, okay. He left, yeah, uh, yeah. He left us a good review. Thanks, I'm from James. Your work? Yeah, I work with him, yeah.
0: Cool.
1: Yeah. Is that so, a secret, I'm sorry. No, no. No, it's not a secret at all. Um so uh, he was he found it quite unquote, annoying that um we kept cutting every time we watched the film.
0: Okay, so what should we have done instead? I don't know,
1: but he said it was more of a. It's probably a personal preference, but because he was walking at the time, he said this is a sitting down listen. I need to be sat down to listen to this, so I guess he wanted to concentrate, which is a good sign. Fair enough, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, um, my cousin will listen to it as well. Um, my cousin, my cousin, my cousin listened to it. P. Um, what did your
0: cousin say?
1: He. <laughs> He enjoyed it, but he completely disagreed with what I was saying, that he enjoyed the film. He thought it was one of the (laughs) better ones, did he say? Um, Okay, yeah. He uh, completely disagreed with my opinions and had some issues with um, what we were saying.
0: Had some issues with what we were saying. Okay,
1: yep, good. That's what we like. He was also shocked that I didn't know what MI5 was.
0: Yeah, that was surprising. You know, I tried to keep the description light and then people are like, you had a really fluffy description of that stuff. Well, yeah, okay. All right, fine. Okay, so
1: uh, are you happy with it? Would we do something like that again? Oh, absolutely. I think um, it's a good idea, not only <clears throat> for an, an analysis point of view, I think it's good for us to to kind of do more of those. So um, maybe you look at a film that you wouldn't think of analyzing, you know? So, for example, when we analysed... So, a bit of backstory. Me and Gushal, we had analysed Pain and Gain uh, a couple of years ago now? Two years ago? Was it last year?
0: Was it? Wow. Well, okay. Last year, I think.
1: Yeah. yeah. We analysed Pain and Gain, and we through analysing it, we've at least I found that it was actually quite a good film.
0: Uh, yeah. I, I mean, not only was it a good film, but I got to discover something which I hadn't discovered before, which is that The Rock... Can act, yeah, absolutely. Wow, I mean, I this I'm not a wrestling person. This guy suddenly appeared in movies and generally felt that he was just being funneled into these weird Scorpion King type roles. And suddenly he makes this other film and he's a character and he's and after that we watched Baller, um, Ballers, Ballers, yeah, Ballers, yeah. Okay, fine. So, okay, so what we're talking about today is the science and technology wall. Why are we getting mic feedback? No, no, we're good. Okay, science and technology wall. Okay, this is barrier, science te- science and technology, which science and technology is a thing, and there are large swathes of the population that are involved in science and technology. We live these things. We work with these things. Everyone has a mobile phone. Everyone knows how to use a laptop, what a computer operating system interface looks like, whether it's Windows or OS X or whatever. So, you know, people understand basics of science. I mean, the schooling system, at least over here in this country, isn't as bad as it is in some countries, um, which should know, but who, yeah, I'm not going to get into that. Um, Um, and so, you know, when you break reality, you have to do it very carefully because when you watch a film, it's a psychological experience. You're having, you're forming a contract with the filmmaker. You are prepared to, Uh, perform this temporary suspension of disbelief and believe crazy things that you wouldn't normally believe um, and also try not to map onto it lots of things that have been done in film before. But you have to be able to relate to the context and if you break too many things which are related to your normal world, things that you take for granted, if they're not introduced and respected in a structured way, it, it it snaps you out of that temporary suspension and you're back in your world just watching a film that is now crap because it's just it's just gone too far. That's what I'm talking about. That thing that just it, it, it breaks your focus. Ruins films.
1: Okay, can relate this back to Batman v Superman just so people understand that. Did you like that film? I loved it. I, I thought it was I'm not going to go as far as to say it was incredible. Film wise, I thought that the, the stories that they were telling, don't, don't confuse that with the storytelling, but the stories they were telling within that film, does that make more sense? So um, think of it as a comic book arc. So the comic okay. book arc that we're t- t- telling in that film, makes sense? Can
0: I put on my non DC hat? Absolutely, go for it. And have this conversation. Okay. So I'm not talking about, as, as a DC comics fan, okay. I want to talk about this as a film. But even as a DC person, there are people that have lots of problems with it. Yeah, this. yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. So I'm just going to be uh, someone that
1: likes films. Yeah? Okay. So am I the DC guy?
0: If you want to be. But even then, I don't think. It's do, you, do you want me to be a DC? A, guy? a tenable position.
1: Can I be a nineable position? Oh, for <laughs> What would you like me to talk like? How?
0: No, 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 fine. As, as we said, you just carry on okay. um, defending this piece of shit film.
1: Hold on a second. Hold on. <laughs> You're the one who said you enjoyed that.
0: I enjoyed watching it because I could understand what they were trying to do. Right. But I feel, I would feel, I mean, I would be slaughtered if I took my other half to see that film or some people that were not really into comics or people that had been have now been groomed by the Marvel films yeah. to expect a certain type of film i mean just as a movie there was not really enough you have to come to this film knowing and accepting a lot first you have to come with that dc batman and superman frame and be ready with lots of backstories in your head to watch this film as a movie it's a bit suckish
1: yeah no i I can accept that i can accept that as a film as a movie it is it is not up to par and i hate doing this and i always I always fight back whenever someone does this. Um, in comparison to the Marvel films, it um, obviously it sucks <laughs> because it's huh. carry on. It sucks. Uh,
0: it uh,
1: you know I'm not going to deny that, but the point is, I th- you can't compare the two. It's it's they're two different types of films. Completely. Okay, fine. Like, I'm not
0: going to compare them. I'm not, not going to compare, him compare him, them, and we're not going to do the whole Civil War yeah. and what Batman versus No, no, no thing, because no.
1: that's no. stupid. Yep.
0: Um, it's a completely different type of battle. There's mm-hmm. a philosophical battle. Oh, I'm not going to go into it. That's yeah. a separate conversation. Okay. No, no, go for it. No, what I'm going to talk about is let's talk about some of this science stuff because okay. I can suspend the belief that these Kryptonians can fly with no explanation of how Kryptonians can fly. Let's not talk about that because that's just we all accept Kryptonians can fly. And that's not a new thing. Okay. Okay. I don't care if you're Iron Man or Batman. If you put a human body with no special powers in a metal suit and throw it through
1: buildings... Yeah.
0: It's not going to get up. It's not, That's not a thing.
1: Okay. Okay, hold on a second. So, we're not going to compare the films, but I think it's interesting to do a comparison between maybe similar moments that happened in the uh, Civil War film. So, example, the reason I'm saying this is... So, you're talking about Batman in a metal, metal suit, Yeah.
0: So we are assuming here that people have seen these films.
1: I think we should, because Civil War's been out for two weeks now. Three L. weeks, three weeks.
0: I wouldn't have seen it in two weeks, normally. Well, I have to wait for it to come on video.
1: I would assume videotape. that people who are listening to this podcast... I would like to assume, people, that if you are listening to this podcast, you would have seen Civil War, or you would have seen Batman v Superman. Otherwise, you wouldn't be listening to this. So I think this is an interesting point. So you Finish your point first, <laughs> once <laughs> you've finished pissing yourself <laughs> what point about the metal suit thing
0: yeah that's just an example of basic uh scientific things which don't make any sense i'm gonna throw civil war in there as being a great film but it's a great film and it also does the same whole abuse of science and technology but it doesn't do it as badly it doesn't have it doesn't distract you when you have the abuse of science and technology breaking the world that you're watching and you have too much supernatural shit going on and then you also have crap, meaningless storylines where things just happen. Uh, Deus Ex Machina. There you go. The hand of God comes in and does things which make no sense. For example, Superman flies out of nowhere and catches Lois Lane. For me, that was just a movie-destroying moment. I, was, I wasn't even listening to them talk. I was like, where, where did he come from? Where, where what, Was he on his way flying past and happened to... Yeah. What's that?
1: Yeah, no, I, I, I noticed that too. So, Have you seen Ant-Man? I have seen that man, You know how he
0: still has the strength of a man and becomes the size of an ant? Yes. Because his strength is concentrated. Yes. So how come he's not weak as fuck when he becomes a giant? <laughs> What's that all about? It's like, let's set up. So this is what I mean. Let's set up our own rule, our own framework for thinking okay. for something that's not real. Mm. A guy is gonna be miniaturized and he's gonna have lots of strength because everything's focused and there's space between the atoms or whatever. Right, you wanna, right, right. Yeah, some kind of um explanation is being put in place. Fair enough. You can't then break that explanation. That's yep. that's not a thing. Yeah, that makes sense. So that that was that's that's a separate film though. Batman versus Superman. Uh what do you think of Superman?
1: As in the the character Superman in, in the, the film. film. Um Henry? Henry Cavill, yeah. I don't know. I think... He's sexy. Yeah. he's <laughs> sexy. He's so dreamy. Despite this being... Love him in the beard with the flames coming off. Yeah, yeah. that's that pretty bad. Despite this being essentially a... This is a Man of Steel sequel. Let's not forget that. So this is essentially Man of Steel Man 2. Man of Steel 2. Yeah, but with a bat, with a different name. Um, bat of Steel. Bat of Steel. Man. I'm not sure because I... I, I was one of the few who, when well, I say one of the few, I mean one of the millions, who enjoyed Man of Steel, the first one.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Man of Steel's a fantastic film. I thought
1: it was a brilliant film. It's just
0: engaging. I've watched it like three, four times every time. I think, this is such a good film.
1: Yeah, and I thought it was told brilliantly. The, the character was introduced to as well. Um,
0: and Interesting uh, respect for gravity when these things are flying. How they land and crush the ground, Yeah. And lots of lots of it was like almost the opposite of Batman versus Superman in yeah. how much they try to uh, attribute science, uh, 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 real physical effects to the motions
1: of the characters in the film. So the way the way I defend Batman vs Superman, I'm going to call it BVS is too much of a mouthful. Bye, BVS, ba The way I defend BVS is. Um, so you're talking about how Superman appeared from nowhere. I know we're jumping from subject to subject here, but it's fine. So w- when Superman comes it's from nowhere... Not doing it for me. Um, the way I defend this film is that from... Although, yes, fine. It, like you said, it is a, a very stupid film that breaks a lot of laws. The way I've described yeah. it is... Yeah. The, the film is essentially a, a direct translation from a comic book to a film. So the things that happen in that film would be acceptable if it happened in a comic book. Does that make sense? Uh, because there's... What's missing... No. Let me, let me, what's missing from this film are what happens... happens Happels! What happens in the panels between. Does that make sense? So in between the time where Lois went to... Um, uh, Lois was, was taken by Lewis. Lex. Think of the film, right? As yep. a comic book. But the things that don't make sense are explained within the panels of the comic book. Does that make sense to you?
0: Well, Yeah, but I'm not in, watched, reading the comic no, book. I'm sitting I know in the that. cinema watching it's, a film it's that does like
1: sense. It's like you've said, right? People are expected to have a... Uh, to know certain information before they're going to watch this film. Yeah, This film is essentially the film for the fans of these three characters. The fans of the Trinity. Yeah, Batman, Wonder Woman, and Superman. That's... That's essentially what people need to know. The people need to know who these people are, and when they come together, that shot of all those three three super freaking heroes coming together was super freak, yeah, super freak. So that scene where all three of these come together was yeah. like a treat for the people who knew these guys. These guys that knew their yeah, 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 it was cool. Um, um, yeah, yeah. I don't want to sound like a comic book elitist here or anything because I know I know you know compared to other other geeks, I don't know as much as I should. Um but there isn't anybody else who would have been as excited about that that specific scene than the people who knew about those characters.
0: Yeah, it's uh, it's I'm paying money going to watch a film. I need it to make sense. I can't have Martha being the the the, the resolution between these two. Martha. Oh Martha, I said Martha. And my mum is Martha. Mom, they some guys has gone into a room and said, I've got an idea. Both their mums are called fucking Martha. But they are. And I'm not, he said Martha, he said my mum's name. I'm just not gonna kill him now. Oh my god! That was just ridiculous.
1: I'm not gonna deny that that was ridiculous. That was ridiculous, but. Martha. It makes sense. It makes sense if you think about it.
0: Okay, I just, I don't know, mixed feelings because Batman, uh, what is going on with this Batman? You
1: deny it's Batman? No. Tell me why.
0: Uh, I love what Affleck's done to uh, his body, built himself up to become this Batman. He was believable. Uh, he was dark. He was good, but so moody, angry, without being um, effective. He wasn't. He didn't have that deep, compassionate rage that Batman has, that makes him Batman. It's not the anger and frustration and and um it's not outrage that makes Batman Batman. It's compassionate rage. It's things being wrong. And and they touched on it when he's he's looking at this city being destroyed at the beginning and he says, Oh, this is this is really bad.
1: Are you the problem is I think is that we have been spoiled by Nolan? Yeah. That's I think that's the biggest issue. I think Take those films out of the equation for a second. How can you do that? Just, just for a moment, you're thinking with your film hat, right? So
0: yes, yeah, so everyone is going to do that. Yeah, Everyone's okay. Go so then, the say, but hey, this yeah.
1: is the thing: they are two different universes. There are multiple incarnations of this character. Think about the Burton uh, um, Batman. Think about the Schumacher Batman. Just there are different incarnations. So what does that mean you know, when you watch uh, a good Batman? That you're going to compare it to? Um, I don't know.
0: Michael Schumacher was Batman? Yeah. Did you
1: not see that one? What? You, what? The, what's his face? Joel Schumacher? Yeah. Batman Robin. <gasps> yeah. Forgetting about those, aren't you? Mm. Okay. So I think that it, the issue here, and the biggest issue is, you're right, people have been spoiled by A, the Marvel films because they're going and expecting. I think the, the fundamental issue here is that people forget that they're not all part of one superhero universe. There's DC and then there's Marvel. I think if you ask people, people may not even know that Batman is part of DC and Superman is part of DC or whatever. I think that there is this, maybe there's a there's a wide and maybe wrongful understanding that people think that there is one universe for superheroes. And that they're just going in, as an average mover-goer, nothing wrong with that, going into these films thinking, these are superheroes, I love superhero films.
0: Okay, it's not so much that there's one universe for superheroes. It's if someone is a superhero, there has to be some things that relate things back to reality. Nolan was such an, uh, a a storytelling master at putting um, a, a real framing around Batman. Let's go talk about something else. You happy with Batman's weird suit with a little tiny little tiny little ears?
1: I'm happy that they you they are. I don't want to say this because I know there were a lot of comic book fans who didn't like that film. I think that they are... Have you heard Batman uh, Dark Knight Returns? Uh, no. I like that they took a lot of inspiration from that. Um, because the Dark Knight in that, he was unhinged, much like he was in the film.
0: Okay. No, no, no. Okay. I, I, I can accept that. What's that got to do with his tiny little ears?
1: I don't... What are your issues with his ears?
0: Well... They look weird, and I'm not going to talk about that. I'd rather talk about this bright, gleaming blue eyes that he has in his suit. How can he see with lights shining into his eyes? He's got lights in his eyes, and he's looking around, and it's just light. He can't see anything. This is just nonsense. This well, is. I want to I mean. see the outtakes where Affleck's just falling over stuff and smashing his but head. This on is them. what I
1: mean, and this is what I'm talking about. Is the fact that. This this is exactly you've got you've hit it on the head you've hit the nail on the freaking head this wouldn't fly in a normal comic book film, but hang on if you want to talk about that then I'm going to compare it back to like I said I was going to do, to Civil War same thing goes with Iron Man right and also let me just go back to the yeah. point that point you made before about um, Batman flying around in metal suits I think that's a good point you made because um,
0: Iron Man same issue yeah
1: no no but I think Civil War touched on this so. Uh, this is the comparison that we're making, okay? So I've always believed that yep. Marvel relies on pseudoscience. Yeah? Yes. Yeah, um, yeah. Or yeah. Techno babble. Yeah, techno-bullshit. Yep. Uh, whereas... Um, bullshit. Put it straight up. Marvel is sci-fi and DC is fantasy. I think that's the closest representation of genre you can do. It is interesting.
0: Make. I think where they've tried to create sort of Thor being from this race of advanced aliens that are somehow related to h- human history, yep. and therefore they're not trying to put the whole religious godly thing on them. But yep. DC has Constantine, mm-hmm. and weird things around. But there was, there's
1: Garntine. also a lot of Jesus imagery in both Man of Steel and BVS. Okay. So yes. I, I think they are very God.
0: Well, okay. No, well, I, I can... Again, that's a yes because Superman, that's what he is. He's a God, yeah. Basically. He's this... Uh, a new generation's, you know, mythology without people having to actually believe it otherwise. Yep. Yeah.
1: Um. More point was i making. Yeah, so Batman flying around in metal suits. So I think this is touched on briefly in Civil War when Rhodey is hit by Vision's beam yeah, and he's... Hurtling to the ground. Yeah,
0: Um, he's so dead. That was just nonsense. Yeah, he's dead.
1: But I I like the fact that fine, he should have died. But at least he was severely damaged by that. Okay, so he was almost paralyzed.
0: Well, yeah. Okay, no, no, I see where you're coming from. Mm -hmm. So it's which is what I would have expected. If a Kryptonian picks up a human being in a metal suit, chucks him through three walls, he's not getting up again. Yeah. That's just stupid. Yep. I agree. So I don't know what uh, Batman's managed. And there's, and if he is, then I need, I, as, a, as a semi-rational human being, with all the other nonsense going on, I need some kind of effort or explanation as to how he is not getting completely crumpled.
1: Yep. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. All right, fine. I'll, I'll come back to that in a second. But also the fact that uh, in a Civil War as well, Spider-Man briefly joked about uh, Captain's shield breaking the physic- uh, laws of physics. <laughs> so it has been acknowledged. And I think they're aware that some of the stuff they say and do is bullshit. And I'm glad someone had picked it out in the film itself. So it's been poked fun. That at, was very funny. Which I think makes it acceptable when shit like that happens. Because if you're going to poke fun at it, it, you know, it... it that yeah, Batman sense. is
0: the. Uh, sorry, Spider-Man in Civil War. He, yeah, becomes the voice of. He's that's that's this voice.
1: Can we just can we just talk about something as well? How what was he sticking onto when he was webbing? What what did what did he when he was when he sw- swung in? What did he web onto? <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: in that first scene where he appears. Yeah. The sky.
1: He webbed into the sky.
0: I guess so. <laughs> he just he still did swing in, didn't
1: he? Do you? Yeah.
0: I have to make the assumption he swung off something else and he was just sailing through the
1: air. It could have been that he just jumped.
0: You know what makes civil war is, is you can look over all of these things where it breaks reality because the characters absorb you. Uh, That's the wrong phrase. The characters pull you in. You can relate to the characters. You can relate to their humor. You can relate to the relationships that they have. You can relate to the troubles that they're having. Superman and Batman are like two godly creatures that are uh, trying to solve macro level human problems without having personal struggles. What personal struggles are they having? This is, the, the story is too big and too abstract. You
1: see what I mean? In BBS you mean?
0: Yeah. BBS.
1: I think, and the problem with BVS was that the issues the struggles that they're having was a very closed struggle it wasn't about it wasn't even about saving the world it was more about appeasing Batman's anger towards Superman just because Batman wanted to get rid of Superman that's why they did the shit that they wanted to do and amongst this and I think this was a lesson that they learned yep. was whilst they were doing all this bullshit Lex was off doing his own thing and he ended up screwing over the whole, whole city because mean, they were the Riddler? Because Riddler, yeah, um, yeah.
0: So the Riddler was in it, yeah.
1: The Riddler. So yeah. So whilst they were they having they called le- him Lex for some reason. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But he was the Riddler. But that's the guy. Yeah, but he wasn't wearing his green suit.
0: Yeah, he was just the Riddler. Someone told me this at work, and I was like, "That is it. That's the problem. He's he's the Riddler. He's not Lex."
1: That's a really good point. Yeah, I, I went. Um, if that was my least favorite part of the film, maybe yeah. I, I did enjoy his performance but it wasn't the performance of a Lex Luthor.
0: No, I want Lex to be, you know, big and hard. And
1: what? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh... You want oh, Lex
0: to- Rosenbaum. Um,
1: yep, absolutely. I think the definitive Lex Luthor that we've seen so far is the one in Smallville.
0: Yeah, played by the guy that does the voice of the Flash. Right,
1: which is <laughs> crazy. Um... So I think that's incredible. So, yeah.
0: Yes, so just to clarify, Rosenbaum did the voice of The Flash in the Justice League series. Yep. Yeah. He's, and he's very funny as The Flash. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, also, not, not him, but even the guy who played Lex Luthor in the animated series, mm. uh, Clancy Brown. Okay. Uh, he was actually in The Flash as well. Oh, right. He's the army dude who got mind control by Grodd in the first season. Oh, okay, yeah, cool. He's, uh, he's the guy who did Lex Luthor's voice.
0: Yeah, the TV series has changed a lot of the stories and things, which is annoying. I'm not going to talk about that. Uh, I've got Atomic Death on my notes. What's Atomic Death? Um,
1: the bit where he's in space. So in the comic books, <laughs> he gets shot uh, by a yes. missile, doesn't he? Yeah. Um. So, yeah, what were you going to say about it?
0: Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, he came back from a some kind of nuclear explosion thing. Yep. Yeah.
1: So they were trying when they were trying to get rid of Doomsday, they shot a missile uh into space, fully knowing that they would get Superman as well.
0: Yeah. Um And, and he it turned into something from uh The Walking Dead.
1: Basically, yeah. Yeah. But then he absorbed the sun's rays and recovered.
0: Yeah, I don't I still don't get this whole solar powered Superman and I'm not going to go there. Fine.
1: I'm going to accept. Here we go. Temporary suspension. I, mean, special no, I disbelief. think you need to go there because this is the whole point. I think we need to, you need to acknowledge the fact that if it's bullshit, then why is it bullshit? Okay. Okay. Okay.
0: Superman is an alien. We don't understand how his body works. We don't know anything about him. We know that somehow he can swim through the air the way we swim in water. He can suddenly stop, change direction, fly around. It's kind of what we do when we're swimming, right?
1: Just can I just cut you off there, right? Yeah. There? So the reason. Correct me if I'm wrong. Now I'm not very sciencey, yeah. So correct me if I'm wrong. John Carter from the novel *Princess of Mars* by Edgar Rice Burroughs, Mm -hmm. yep, um, and also from the film. He is a normal human being, which is pre-World War One. Yes, also pre-Superman. Yep. Um, So this character, John Carter, is a human being. Yep. He is transported to Mars. Yes. By some bullshit way. Yes. And once he's on Mars, he yes. is basically, he's a superhuman. He can yes. essentially leap buildings in a single bound. Yes. Um, he has super strength. Yeah. Is pretty much invincible. Yes. He's essentially Superman. Yes. We can, I think it's okay and it's safe to assume that Superman yep. is acting in the same way as John Carter does when he's on Mars. No. Go for it.
0: John Carter jumps, gravity pulls him back down and he lands. He doesn't jump, hover in the air, fly around in different directions is able to suddenly stop and fly in a different direction with absolutely no actual force, uh, acting on
1: him. This, this is nonsensical. Okay. So let's not forget that when in Superman's younger years, he didn't always know how to fly. He always—that's why he was able, even in the animated series and back in the '60s or whenever his animated series was out. Yeah. That's why his catchphrase or his tagline was to leap buildings in a single bound. Was that the Hulk? No, no, no. Also the Hulk. <laughs> but so he could jump yep. really, really high is what he can do. Okay, yeah, but that's somewhere sw- along the
0: line that's changed. Okay, no, yeah. no is this what? Okay, so what I'm saying is, right, forget that. Okay. We have created this character yep. who can swim. Yep. In air. Yep. That's basically what he's doing. Okay. Fair enough. He's bulletproof. Yes. So he must have magic Kryptonian clothes because right. the bullets don't go through his clothes. Absolutely, yep. All right. So his mum cannot have made that because yep. his mum can't make bulletproof clothes.
1: But that material came with him when he came to the earth.
0: How did she get a sewing needle through it?
1: You're talking about his suit? Yeah. So the suit was given to him on the ship.
0: Oh, right, okay. But that's in the new movies. Yes. Yeah. So originally that's not the, the the original story so, yeah. which i don't have a problem with this it's fine i'm gonna okay what i'm saying is yeah i'll, I'll give him that i'll give him that give him the suit uh we'll give him the laser beam eyes and we'll give him being powered by the sun okay. because these are all things that have been around for a while and yep. we kind of accept them and when you say superman you think yeah superman he can do all these things right when you say batman you think yeah batman rich guy rage problems learns all this crazy shit goes out and starts making a difference to the world okay cool so batman's human being We understand his limitations, what he can do. We understand Superman. We accept all these crazy, magical, non-science things that he can do. When those two meet, and now non-science things happen, which are an interaction between these two things, this is where we need some kind of explanation. You can't just have these things happening magically.
1: What do you mean specifically?
0: I don't want to keep going on about the guy in the suit, but it's true. Batman or Superman? Batman. Metal suit. The metal suit was really annoying. Um, what else have we got? How are we able to shield radiation from kryptonite by just putting it in things?
1: Hmm.
0: Is it like normal radiation? Is it just. I don't know. I don't get that.
1: Ponytail flash. Yes, ponytail flash. Oh my god. <coughs> Okay, so um, ponytail flash, ponytail flash. Tell me your issues with him. No,
0: no particular issues. Um, Slightly confused as to where he came from. I'm getting a bit. I don't know. Not, uh, not. um, It's not upsetting. It's just confusing. I'd, I would like to see more of a crossover between the TV series that are on that everyone's watching all the time. All the fans are watching the TV series, and then suddenly Suicide Squad film.
1: Okay, so. This is where I I start to back my point even further. The fact that this film is for the fans of the characters, right? Comic book fans. The fame. fans. Of the, fans of the comic, yeah? Yeah. So, the Flash made an appearance. Okay. Now, if you weren't clued up enough, you wouldn't even know who that guy was. Okay. Nobody would have known that he used the speed force to get to where he got. Okay, yeah. Average moviegoers who who every average moviegoers who I've spoken to so far referred to that as the dream sequence.
0: Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Dream sequence. But it wasn't a dream. It wasn't a dream.
1: The part where he saw Flash wasn't a dream because when he woke up, yep. There were papers flying around. So, you know, whatever uh, impact that it had like the wind or or whatever breeze bullshit came through the speed force. That's what made the papers fly around. So, that wasn't a dream. That part of it was real. I think the part of the part before that when he was dreaming about um, what's his name?
0: Apocalypse? Not Apocalypse. Dark Side.
1: Dark Side. That's it. Dark Side. Um, oh, apocalypse is. Yeah, Dark Side. <laughs> X Men. X Men. Um, that's next. Dark Side. I think that was a prophetic dream. Okay. Yeah. Um,. So, back to the Flash. I don't have an issue with it. I thought it was brilliant. And I thought the fact that he had a suit, like, basically Iron Man's, was a good touch. It was a nice touch. I'm not sure what they were doing there, but I think... That was weird. Yeah, it was really weird. I think it was maybe too dumbed down, like, oh, he's from the future, kind of thing, you know? That was almost, like, a bit for the average mover is like, this guy's got a metal suit, so he must be from the future. He has a futuristic suit, you know? So that was kind of dumbed down too much for my liking. I would have preferred it just to have normal suit. Would have been cool.
0: It's 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 really difficult because I would go and watch this film again but that's because I'm uh, suffer from geekism.
1: Yeah, I've seen it two times. Uh,
0: but I wouldn't recommend for anyone to go and watch it. I'd say wait till you get it. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's fair enough to say, yeah.
0: And it appears on you know places. All right. So science and film, let's just move away from these films now because I'm uh, fed up again on about Yeah, okay, yeah. Science and film. Not just comic book films. Um Okay.
1: I'll let you lead this one. Thanks. This happens at work. <laughs> <laughs> Me. lead this one,
0: K. Me. <laughs> okay. Um Yeah. Are there any films you've seen where you think you have walked away with a better understanding of something scientific, maybe, you think.
1: I thought when I watched Interstellar, I thought, well, this is pretty science but the logical side of me says some of it is bullshit.
0: This is very interesting, because Interstellar is actually based on things that we think are possible.
1: Yeah, so this is my thinking, as is most of my thinking now when I want to watch comic book films, sorry to go back to that, is that the stuff, at least Marvel films, the stuff that happens in these films is maybe on paper theoretically possible hey which bits uh okay let's just talk about um okay Are we said this so i want to say theoretically possible to some extent theoretically possible so if, well, i'm going to use iron man as an example using repulsors to fly
0: okay yeah, yeah that's 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 fine that, yeah that kind of thing it's a
1: form of technobabble but it's something that
0: you can believe because yes, you can say right. all right we're trying to explain this random guy iron man's doing the same thing as superman he's swimming in the air but he has a mechanic that's being proposed yes. that we can't write we can't understand yeah. but we can say yes there's a mechanic to this yes
1: yeah okay um so like that so when i watched interstellar i was like yeah cool this is this makes sense and I I can I can buy that the world is dying out and the world has no resources left, so we're going to another planet to b- basically repopulate. I can buy that. It's the point where it gets to things like the black hole and it goes inside the black hole, and it's mm-hmm. the it basically turns into Inception and basically Nolan verse. That's the kind of stuff that yeah. Like, yeah. So at
0: that point, it kind of lost touch with reality and became. There seems to be the insinuation of. Aliens? Oh, there were these aliens. There were some kind yeah, of aliens. There's, there's yeah, people. D- and uh, and um, they somehow
1: had te- technology that could protect you through that. It was... We did it. It was the humans who did it, but the humans who did it in the future. Right. Who Who had created... This is... I'm sure there are a ton of paradoxes here, but humans from the future created the fifth dimension. Yeah. So that... What was his name in the film? I forget.
0: Interstellar.
1: But what was... Th- his name, Matthew. So Matthew goes. Matthew was sent to the fifth dimension specifically, so he's able to save the world. Yes. Okay. I I'm sure there's a, a bunch of bullshit just there. Um, yeah.
0: Well, that's just usual grandfather paradox. Yeah. Time, time travel, grandfather paradox. Yes.
1: Yeah, so just, yeah. um yeah, basically, so that's what happened. I think it was aliens. It was the humans who put it there, who created this fifth dimension. However, they did that, and that transported. McConaughey somehow transported him into the hospital bed. Are familiar with
0: the grandfather thing?
1: I think I understand the concept, but explain it. Then I might understand it more.
0: If you go back in time and you shoot your granddad, yep. and you were never born, then who shot your granddad?
1: Yeah, there we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, makes sense. Yeah. Is that actually called The Grandfather Paradox? Often, yeah. Okay. So... The
0: Nolan films aren't like this, are they?
1: No. Um, talk about Batman. Well, yeah. Yes. Yeah, talk about Batman.
0: Even though I was trying to move away from comics, we just can't no, it's
1: fine. Yeah. I think this is where the difference comes. I think it's good that we're using Nolan films as they're real. Yeah.
0: They respect the world that we already live in. Yeah, and
1: I think that's the biggest difference here. This was the first Batman that we've had. Yeah, Yeah. talking about the Batman v Superman one. Yes, it's the first one we've had that doesn't respect the world that we live in, but to some extent respects the comics it was based off. So Nolan, I see. Okay, you see what I mean. Nolan uses the real word, and that's this is totally fine. Nolan films are brilliant for doing that, and I I totally get it. And and it was good that he stopped it at a trilogy because he had told his story the way it was meant to be told, in Nolan's eyes, and that was it. Um there
0: is a lot of similarity between between Nolan's Batman and Justice League Batman. Really? Yeah. I think so. Explain. They're both dark in the same way. They're both say the same things, bring people back down to reality. They're like um, ruthlessly rational and logical. Um, it's nice. They're not just rage problems. Um I don't oh. know. Oh, I not Some kind of mic feedback.
1: I don't know if I liked. No, no. I liked the Nolan Batman. I just didn't think he was the definitive Batman for cinema.
0: Is this an age thing? No, not at all. Cause Affleck's Batman's in his prime. I yes,
1: I agree. Absolutely agree. I think this Batman, Affleck Batman, has already done the shit that Nolan Batman has done. He's been through all of this stuff and he's he's had his logical and compassionate side. He's done all that. Okay. But I think he's just gotten to the point. I think he's at breaking point. He's like, enough of this bullshit, that's it. I think he's at the age, like, okay, nope. This is, I've I've done that now. Now it's time to be a badass. Okay, that's what I think has happened here. So, I think to some extent the film respects the Nolan's Batman's. I think it's done. He's done with this. This universe is gone now. There's no going back. So, okay, Batman, this Batman is at the. He's past the point of no return. I'm gonna
0: change the subject. Go for it. Journalist. 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 Yeah. Journalist. Go for it. The Jungle Book.
1: Yes. Have you seen this? I have seen it, yes. Did you like it? I enjoyed it very much, yeah. I love this film.
0: This is a wonderful film. This is a film that will stand the test of time. This is a film that we're going to watch again and again. Children are going to watch it generation after generation. We may make other films, but this is. I really think this is a classic. It's a wonderful film very well told and it's all CG but you can't tell if you turn the sound off it just feels like you're watching a kid run around with a load of animals yes this is amazing yeah it was did it feel too real not at all okay Um, it was ridiculous yeah but this is what I mean by temporary suspension of disbelief what we're believing is we've been given a frame of reference which is that the kid has somehow Grown up in the jungle and learned how to talk animal and all all animals talk animal yes yeah I agree yeah so we have to accept that disbelieve anything that we think would criticize that mm-hmm. and now it maintains that contract it does not break that contract it doesn't suddenly have him speaking in english to humans which yeah. make no sense at all that but, would break that contract yeah i
1: think what's happened here i think we discussed this briefly like a couple of weeks ago yeah. is that we the film has been taken into his universe. This We're seeing the film from his eyes. Okay. So when he's talking to animals, he's not speaking English. He's speaking animals.
0: <laughs> yeah. Is he speaking like um, Charlie? No, You're too young for that reference.
1: So then, so I think <laughs> if he spoke to English, I think <laughs> if he spoke to humans, <laughs> he just would have sounded like that, yeah. <laughs> he would have been like,
0: <laughs> Charlie says.
1: What is that? Wow. I don't know what you're talking about. I like
0: I like that, I like that you don't know, Charlie.
1: did this happen in the ten years that you were born after me before me what Between um the years, you know, yeah, prodigy
0: music music thing,
1: yeah, so yeah, I think it was brilliant, I think it was uh, like I said, it was told totally brilliant yeah, and I think um, Charlie was
0: a cat that made no sense that was just used to going oh, <laughs> And then the kid would say, "Charlie says, always look both ways when you cross the road." Okay, so where do we think fantasy is is done well? Have you seen Kung Fu Panda
1: three? Uh, I don't think I've seen the second one. No. What three? No, I know, but I'm I'm stuck at the first one. I've not seen the second yet. Yeah.
0: So you have just seen the
1: first one. Yep. Oh, what do you think? Yeah, enjoyed it. It's good film. And but standard DreamWorks stuff, you know, it was good.
0: Uh, I'd watch the second one, okay. just so you then can watch the third one okay the third one's very fun
1: okay very
0: very nice film, complete fantasy world um done well, absolutely no relationship to reality in yeah. any way at all, okay. but it's very, very enjoyable because it sets up certain contracts and does not break them
1: okay, this is an important thing so was this like uh you compared, uh what were you showing me the other day? We watched, uh, you know, where we were, old house. Old house. Um, and we we started watching an animated film then. Cool. Sh- what was it? And you, it s- th- was the same thing. You said they're not breaking the contract here. Fuck.
0: Whatever. Moving on. What? Everett, man. Nice. Season two, of um, or is it season three? No, season three or four. Hang on. Season one was the vampire. Season two was. That one, I think a season late th- anyway. The latest season of Penny Dreadfuls just started. Have you watched any of this? No. This is just too good. I've been watching the Flash. It is complete nonsense. It's Gothic horror. Okay. Taken from it's called Penny Dreadful because it's taken from the old Penny Dreadful stories of these little one penny stories that you'd buy that were these horror stories about monsters like okay. Dracula and. Um, Frankenstein's monster and, yep. and uh, things like that, um, but done so well, you just can't help but get a, uh, just engrossed by them. Highly recommended for you to watch that after.
1: Why is this in here? Are you talk about fantasy.
0: Yeah, we had to say sec- we were going to talk about a section on where fantasy is done well. Oh, okay. You think fantasy's done well in uh, Scott Pilgrimy.
1: Absolutely, yeah.
0: I didn't... I, it's, it's an interesting film. It was okay.
1: You don't like it then? Mm, I have strange things
0: that didn't make any sense. Such as? S- the fight scene suddenly... I, I've not had any exposure to the... Uh, am I supposed to be looking at this? Hello. Up. Picture time. I had no exposure to any kind of Scott Pilgrim comic thing, so I just watched it as a film and it made it was just very surreal and weird. But
1: interesting. Same actually. I'd I only read a bit of the comic after or just before watching the film I think. Um but it didn't take away from the experience, I think. I think I watched the film and like this is from all accounts this is such a bullshit, but this is a a really fun film. Okay. So what
0: that's an interesting one for contracts because what we're setting up there is a reality where he can do what? He can randomly fight as a metaphor for his music.
1: Yep, I'd say so.
0: Should we talk about what we've been doing? Absolutely. You've been reading?
1: Or writing? I haven't been reading. I have been vlogging, though. Vlogging? Vlogging. Vlogging, yes. I've uh, been making videos on YouTube, youtube.com forward slash k a z e d two zero one um, zero. That's what I've been doing. I haven't been reading much. Reading is going to be next on my list though. You know when you've got like a pile of books that you need to read and you just never get to read them?
0: Personally, I don't know that feeling. I can't stop reading. I yeah, read all the time. Point. Yeah, no. I really wish I was like that. Just do it. I know. Literally, yeah. Forever War by Joe Haldeman is what I'm reading at the moment. What is that? It's a science fiction classic, apparently. Um, I'm just. Just, I mean, the first, um, first few chapters, it's good. It's interesting. I like it. Okay.
1: Uh, we'll be watching.
0: Oh, I've been reading some other articles on, uh, technical things, which I'm not going to cover right now. What are we watching? Supergirl, which is amazing.
1: So uh, this is an interesting one. We talked about this briefly when we went to watch Civil War. Yeah. I haven't... I've started watching, Yeah, but I haven't completely got into it yet. And you happen to think that it was because I was a... What did you
0: call me? Not enough of a woman. There we go. I am enough of a woman to enjoy yep. this.
1: Explain that to me, would you? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think...
0: The the Supergirl series is good. It's interesting. It has been written in a way that is, I'm not going to, this is not from my perspective. This is from the perspective of my other half okay. and other uh, members of women, yeah. women's yep. who've watched it and enjoyed it. It okay. seems to be written in a much more accessible way. Yeah to make the whole superhero DC world thing. Yep. Uh, something that can be enjoyable to, um, non male, non geek people. Yes. Um, still a bit geeky really. Uh, so it has a big heart. This series It handles interesting, um, character conflicts, uh, and it breaks boundaries, you know, she's like. got these guys that she likes and they like her and, um,
1: doesn't doesn't sound like it's breaking any boundaries there.
0: No, but there, there's more than one guy. It's not like where Hollywood does this thing with women where they somehow need to be kept in some kind of box where there is only uh, one guy that they're interested in and they're just in love or obsessed with this one guy and it's like
1: monogamy. What?
0: Yeah, but male um, superheroes, all sorts of weird Can things. Do whatever well the crap they
1: want. Yeah. Case in point, Flash.
0: Oh, yeah. Flash is a
1: player. <laughs> player.
0: player. <laughs> yeah, not even meaning to. So I, I, it's nice. It's a different approach to creating something. Um, it's a very, and she plays it so well. She plays it as a. Uh, yeah, humble. I think
1: she's very likable. I think that's what, what, what she has for her. But I think there are times where I feel like she's. I don't want to say overacting. I don't know. You, you've said it now. Overacting, you know? <laughs> All
0: right. Give it a go. Give it a bit more. Yeah, I'm, more I'm in like episode two. More episodes, I mean. Yeah. All
1: right. Um,
0: Magnificent Seven trailer you showed me? Yes. What do you think? I can't remember watching it now. It's Cowboys and
1: Cowboys. Oh, yeah, yeah. That looked really good. Yeah. Yeah, that looks quite good.
0: Uh, i was just seeing the Assassin's Creed trailer.
1: Yes. What did you think of that? Uh, now, you didn't seem too thrilled about it.
0: Yeah, I, I saw was a teaser ages ago and heard yeah. that Fassbender was going to be as in Assassin's Creed and I thought, I mm, don't, don't know. I was geeking out after watching the show. Um, um, this that. trailer was a lot better. Choreography looks nice. Their approach to what they're doing looks nice. But we know the story. I, mean, I don't know where they're going to take it.
1: I think it looks loyal to the game. I mean... It does, To yeah. the character, I think that's good. I think usually... We haven't really seen a video game to film adaptation that has been successful, I guess. I can't remember I can't I can't even think of the last one. Tomb Raider. No, but that wasn't Not successful.
0: It's on Sci Fi Channel
1: every week. I mean in terms Is that of not the of definition like of success? Yeah, that's probably that's just true, yeah. Um
0: Rogue One trailer again.
1: Yeah, you tell me about this because I, I don't. I have little to no little, little to no idea about this one. Really, you yeah. watched it? No, I know. As in, I don't get. I don't get it. I know it takes place in between episode four, right, and five. No, it takes place be t- before New Hope. Yeah, between yeah. three and four.
0: Yeah. Well, let's just say before four. Yeah. So yeah, this is the film that takes place between. Um, oh, we gotta do some serious editing here. <laughs> oh, so, uh, <are> we? Got- <laughs> This is a film that takes place before episode four, Four, where Mon Mothma made lots of references in um, episode four, I think it was, to many Bothans that died to get these Death Star plans. So it looks like it's a story of the Death Star plans, or maybe just before that. Um, And it looks oh, it looks so good because it's just people. It's just people. It looks like it's going to be a non Jedi Star Wars movie about non core characters, not going on about the main storyline. And these characters have the ultimate fight It's just such an amazing um, background. So the, 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 what, a, what a wonderful uh, context to place the story in which is a struggle of people against huge empires and governments of the day. It's the story of um, uh, the beginning of the rebellion, people fighting for what they believe, which is quite relevant to today's world. Um, I'm really looking forward to this. I I don't even know how many times I've talked about it. It's just great. It's great. What you watched?
1: I've been watching quite a few things, uh, primarily on YouTube because I've been trying this new vlogging thing. So I've been trying to watch other people doing it, so I kind of get a bit of idea of what should people doing what vlogging, vloggings. Oh, okay. Um, Casey Neistat is a brilliant example of how you should create vlogs. So this guy, have you seen any of his videos? No. No. Um, He is incredible. So, his videos follow a basic... Like, built? What? Why? How is he incredible? Okay. So, he is a entrepreneur. He is a filmmaker. Yeah. Has an app, actually, as well. He has a an ingenious app. It's cool. What does it do? So it's called Beam. So the, the premise is simple. It's it's like, um, so you create videos and it stitches a bunch of videos together that you create. But you don't get to edit the video. You don't get to look at the video before it goes up. You shoot it and it goes up. Okay. So how you record it is you cover the um, the sensor at the top of the phone. So you stick it to your chest or something or stick on your face. The idea is to you record video from your perspective and that's the idea. You don't get to see it until it's up. Ah. Oh. So it records it, put it in your chest and it records a certain amount and that's it. It goes up. It's a really cool idea. No filters, no editing. It's how you see things. So it's recording videos through your perspective, literally. Okay. Cool idea. And it's just basically that um, it's another social network and it's just it's very creative okay cool Um, but anyway so this guy he has a bunch of vlogs and he uploads daily which is incredible um and it's his videos aren't anything hugely special but he's just always doing special things so he gets invited to special events like he he was invited to the Oscars uh he won YouTube of the year um the Met Gala thing he w- he went to, and uh, it's difficult to kind of explain unless you watch his videos.
0: Okay, okay. Um, but he's creative
1: as hell. Like, can we link? Absolutely, linked. Okay. Um, Game of Thrones. Been watching Game of Thrones. I'm gonna bold it so you link it. Okay. Yeah. Game on. On. of Thrones. Uh, oh yeah, Game of Thrones died. Yeah. Yeah. We're completely up to date now. Me and me and wife have been watching Game of Thrones. Okay. So we watched episode. We watched season three. All the way to season, now, six, within two weeks.
0: Is she okay with the uncouth language?
1: She'd watched it already. She'd watched up to season three. No, she watched up to season five already. But she, well, was rewatching again with me. So she. Oh, that's cool. Keeping me company. That's nice. Yeah, she loves it. It was brilliant. Uh, I'm really enjoying it, and it's. It's not unlike. It's it's. It's an impressive show. Oh, okay. why you like it now? When you think not like it before, did you? No, it's not that I didn't like it. Um, How could you not like it before? I think what I said before and I quote was, there were too many characters. And I agree, there are too, too many characters. There are too many characters. Once you've watched it, you understand it. Okay. Um, I will commend them for having such a technically standing show. If you think about how many times, how many units they have to have for each episode around the world, that is impressive in itself. The amount of effort they go into, there there is no other show like it. It's brilliant. Um, And I think just to watch it for that reason alone, just to see where they go and how everything kind of comes together is brilliant. It's definitely enjoying it.
0: Okay, cool. Um, What have you been doing? I'm just reading my notes and it says, just working day and night. Um, I've not really been doing, uh, anything except just working, 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 working. I'm going on holiday shortly. So, uh, huh? Where are you going? Florida. Woo. Um, to go and see Miami. I'm not going to see Miami. (laughs) I'm going to Sarasota and Orlando and a bit of Tampa. I'll go to Orlando because we've got a thing there. We'll just go and stay in it.
1: Are you going to Universal Studios?
0: Oh, no. I've done all that stuff. I, I did not just this time. I'd rather take like nieces and nephews and kids and cousins and then do that stuff rather than on our own. On our own, we're just going to go to really stupidly expensive restaurants and enjoy amazing food and uh, go and watch some shows in the evening. And my parents live there in Sarasota. so Well, in Bradenton, which is near Sarasota. So we'll go and stay with them for a bit. You and, just made um,
1: it sounding you just made Florida sound just so boring
0: what parents
1: no let's go and watch some shows oh God, you can do that here man just explore you know do some hiking
0: have you seen uh, La Nuba Cirque du Soleil show
1: no you can't do that here
0: okay fair enough uh, maybe that maybe originally they come to uh, the, uh, I
1: thought you were saying like, let's go watch some stage shows uh,
0: they'll probably come to O2 but trying to travel to London from where we are is nearly as expensive as going to Florida uh, if you want to stay there for a bit, it's just unbelievably expensive. So yes, I can't wait. Next week okay. I'm going and um got my cousin house sitting, that should be nice. That's good. I haven't seen him for ages, I don't know where he's been, so <laughs> hopefully not too many parties.
1: What have you been listening to?
0: <laughs> Obviously some Rihanna. Um Ah the headphones. I just can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Alright, I'm still in. Um, you've been listening to mostly farts. It says here. That's what it says. <laughs> uh, I've been listening to lots of writing podcasts. There's one called Writing Excuses, which is really cool. So please link to that. Um, self-publishing podcast has been very interesting to listen to. There's some really very cool writing podcasts where talk to- uh, where writers are talking very honestly about their experiences. Um, listen to the Tropical MBA podcast. So lots of podcasts. Uh some audio books I'm still burning through books on overdrive. Um I think I've just downloaded Dr. Shivago. I don't know why, but I just saw it and thought, eh. So we'll see how that turns out. Um What about you?
1: Besides the farts. Um What do I listen to? I don't know, I'll every month I kinda of double into no notice. And see who they're interviewing. Uh, this month it was Nikolai Kosta uh, something something. You know the Tesla. Music? No, you know the yeah him Nikolai Tesla. You know the guy who plays Jamie on Game of Thrones.
0: Uh, I don't know him. I've not I've seen him.
1: Yeah, him. Yeah. He doesn't even English or American. Well, well,
0: okay, where's he from?
1: He's European. And his accent is like totally European. You wouldn't even guess he was from there. No. Yeah. I was really sort of shocked. Like his his English accent is on point in Get One Game of Thrones. Okay. Yeah. Um, but wow. he's he's an interesting individual. I didn't listen to the whole thing, but yeah, every month I'll kind of double and notice. Does he actually have a hand? I think so. I didn't see it because I was listening to the podcast. Um, I think that's it. I know, what was I, what Was I, to? I don't. I need to be listening to more podcasts. But I'm, I've been vlogging a lot and blogging as well on on my website. So. I've been like tied up with different things, and I've also been making videos for the Movieville Facebook page. Movieville.
0: So what, what are those videos for? Why? 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 Why are you doing this? Why making videos? Yeah. Do you not, do you
1: not support this decision?
0: I don't not support it.
1: So I think it's a good idea making videos. Okay. Um, we're not gonna have a YouTube. So if we're not gonna have YouTube, we can keep people in one place, Facebook, right, where we have. The following, and let people watch it. Watch the videos there. Yeah. Um. <laughs> cool idea. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, what I the d- video is going to be of? So the videos are, be- are going to be generally uh, either <sighs> instead of making like videos for YouTube or it will take ages to edit stuff, we can just have them straight on on the Movember Facebook page, and there can be of snippets of the podcast. Uh, us talking about things, uh, film-related subjects where we get into arguments. Um, just general film-related things that, you know, even if we had a quick musing, that's like two minutes. Stick it up on the Movieville Facebook page and you can find them there.
0: Cool. Let's do that.
1: Yeah. Is that it? Are we done? Yeah, it's been a short one. Okay, so if you like this, check us out on iTunes. <coughs> iTunes. Try it Alright, if you like this, check us out on iTunes. Yeah! Hit hit subscribe and add us to your collection. We're also on Stitcher, if that's your thing. Facebook is now back up and running. Facebook.com forward slash Movieville. You can find exclusive videos of the podcast and other heated conversations we might have. Heated. We're also both on Twitter, so you can find me on at MovievilleKazed and Kushal at on at Kushal Joshi. We're also on Anchor, so drop us a wave. Tell us what you thought of the podcast. We're always happy to hear feedback see you in four what's four four weeks man we did this last time do you remember that
0: oh yeah 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 well I'm away for three weeks three weeks so then
1: you well, might how are we gonna
0: so it might not be four because we've got a plan
1: we'll see you in six
0: what are we gonna talk about
1: we can talk about your holiday and also the fact that you might have I would have watched movies you, need, you might need to recuperate after you get back so, okay cool bye see you in seven